All right. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to you all. Ramadan Mubarak to you and your families. This is Imad Ahmed, the host of this season's Brotherhood Softball League podcast. I am joined by the commissioner, Zahid Merchant. How's it going, Zahid? Alaikum. Imad, I'm good. Alhamdulillah. Ramadan Mubarak to you too. I'm still the commissioner, at least for now. <laughs> Ramadan Mubarak to you as well. Man, they won't let me leave. Listen, man, when we got, we're, we're, I'm sitting with a legend here, man. So uh, I'm, not surprised at all that people don't want you to leave, but I'm happy to kick another season of BSL off. This will be our milestone 10th season of the league, inshallah. We have a very fun season ahead planned. Uh, we'll kick things off with our sponsor. This year's sponsor, again, is Islamic Relief. Islamic Relief has been our league's charity partner for the last three years, and we have some exciting things in store for this year, which we will dive into a little bit later uh, into the podcast. Uh, but we'll start things off, Zahid, with um, some changes to the management. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, obviously, as everybody's aware, there was some uh, talks last year on kind of how we want to change the organization this year. Um, last year, I expected it was going to be my last year. But um, with the way kind of things panned out, um, I'm we had fantastic feedback from, from guys that wanted to help out. Um, so we made some great additions to our management team. Um, it's kind of been split out into four groups, um, as you guys may have seen on the website. So um, I've got a couple of uh, individuals, Rehan, Riyadh, and, and Mo, that are helping out the operations, which is primarily the role that I that I um, am involved in. And then you've got um, uh, yourself and uh, Taki, and um, uh, there's one other person I'm forgetting that's helping out with uh, kind of social media stuff. Um and then you've got um, the game day stuff that Zane Kilji typically handles. So we've got uh, Amir, Hamza um, that are helping out with Zane Kilji on that side. Um, and then you've got um, the charity stuff that uh, Umar Jabbar and I typically handle. Faye and uh, Doc have kind of stepped up to, to kind of help with that. And so, so far, um, our committees have been busy at work planning the 2023 season and season 10. So we want to make this the best year possible. Um, so everybody's been kind of um, getting integrated into the organization. Um, and then the goal is to have these guys kind of learn um, the roles and responsibilities of, of running the league. And then that will allow us as the board and myself to kind of take a little bit of a step back and just get involved in where we need to. So um, we're excited to have all these guys involved we're grateful that they volunteer their time to help out um inshallah this will be the best season yet inshallah inshallah i'm very happy to be on the board and working with a great group of brothers uh, i think you left out jav and, and hashim as well these guys are integral people to the social media team for sure yeah those guys team so hashim's, well. yeah hashim's responsible for the social media team and then jav's been fantastic helping out with the uh a lot of the reels that you're seeing on instagram so he's been helping out there He's a wizard, man. He's a graphic design wizard. Um, why don't we uh, talk a little bit about the Islamic Relief campaign that we have this year? Yeah, so Islamic Relief, as you mentioned, has been our charity partner for the last three years. And we've had ongoing relationships before that as well. But in the last three years, they've been our primary charity. And we've done fantastic stuff with them the last two years. Um, you guys have been supporting uh, the campaign that we had to help uh, widows um, go from poverty to prosperity in Pakistan. Um, and that pro that project was successful. Uh, we got real live video footage of some of the people that we had helped. So that was fantastic. Um, and then this year, Islamic Relief came to us and they said, uh, we had already selected a, a, a project that we were going to support. And then the earthquake in um, Turkey and in Syria happened. 
Um, so Lee kind of took a step back. Uh, myself, um, Omer, Faye, and, and Doc um, kind of looked at the, the devastation that happened in, in, in those two countries. And we're like, well, we have to do something to support that, right? Um, that's not mm-hmm. something that happens all the time. Um, and so Islamic League came to us with a couple of different projects on what we could do. Um, Faye had a great suggestion. He's like, listen, Turkey's got an established government. Um, they're getting support from all these different uh, countries and organizations. Uh, it's the people that in Syria that get left out, right? They don't have an mm-hmm. established government that supports them. The earthquake has hit them as well. Um, and so when we talk to Islamic Relief, they're like, yeah, we're starting this project where we're going to be building homes for those people that have been living in tents for years. Amazing, uh, mashallah. Right? So uh, can you imagine living in a tent, especially in the winter? Like their winters aren't as, as harsh as ours, but they still face a winter, right? Mm-hmm. And those people have to live in tents without a kitchen, without a bathroom or, or anything, right? So they were going through this project and were like, hey, we need support. We're trying to drum up as much people that can help out. And we're like, listen, this is the perfect project for our league um, to support. Mm-hmm. Um, not only because we're helping people that uh, that need it, but um, I'm always in in looking for projects that kind of give us the long term reward or the sadaqah jaria. Um, it's not something that kind of is, hey, we're going to help out somebody for the next month, and then after that, we don't know what happens after that because that person mm-hmm. can move on to a different stage of their life or whatever. But this is homes that we're going to be building for people that will be living in them for decades. Right. So the Sadaq Hajari opportunity there is to give somebody a home is enormous. Um, and the cost of those homes is is trivial, right? Compared to what we pay. Um, the cost of building a home for them, uh, brick walls for them is four thousand dollars. The average mortgage in, in Toronto that we're all probably paying or, or rent or whatever is four thousand dollars for a month. And this for four thousand dollars, we can give them a home for decades. So it's just it was just a no-brainer for us. We're hoping that the league can get behind that. We're 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 targeting to build 12 homes um for uh 12 communities over there. So um mm-hmm. that works out to about five hundred dollars per player if we estimate we've got 96 players. So inshallah, that should be an attainable goal for, for the rest of the league. And then all the charity uh events that we do throughout the season will continue to add on top of that, inshallah. Inshallah. You know, Ramadan is not only just a month of fasting and, and worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but it's also a month of charity and giving as well. So uh, to all the members who are listening to this podcast, please, please, please just open up your wallets and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you for all the mm-hmm. donations that you give. And, you know, we, a lot of us are working full time and a lot of us have, uh, you know, businesses, that sort of thing. Hopefully we can, um, you know, spare a little bit of change just for uh, the people that need our help in in Syria, inshallah. For sure. And there's so many amazing projects. I know, Imad, you have your own charity campaign with Islamic Relief as well, right? Um, mm-hmm. So there's, there's so many worthy causes out there. And that's why I'm like anybody that's kind of spoken to me about this stuff. And I'm not asking everybody to give all of their zakat to our campaign um, by no means. I certainly don't as well, right? There's other organizations that need the money as well, but we can at least give our fair share to the organization that we support and that we play in, right? So we can have an impact as a collective group between all of us. If we can reach that goal of 48,000, we can all collectively say we built 12 homes for for families. Um, and that's something that we couldn't individually do um, on our own, right? So inshallah, mm-hmm. Allah rewards this, this project and gives it baraka and then- I mean- the end of the Ramadan, we look back and we're like, hey, we asked for 12 and we got to 15 or something else like that, inshallah. 
yeah, and this is something that, you know, is is very close to all of our hearts. You know, the, at the end of the day, Brotherhood is not just a softball league. Like, we we stand behind charities and we stand behind Islamic relief. And uh, at the end of the day, this is a Muslim league and we want to be able to put our Muslim brains together and, and really, um, you know, donate to a good cause, inshallah. Great. So let's pivot a little bit from the uh, Islamic relief campaign that we're going to be doing this Ramadan. And let's talk a little bit more about the season. Season 10, Zahid, this is this is the big one. This is the milestone season. What's in store? What plans do we got for season 10? Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it seems like just yesterday we were in season five. Um, this was like a, a year or so just before COVID. I think it was the, the, the Sultan's year, the year that they won. But um, yeah, it's, it's hard to imagine that we got to, to season 10. But uh, there's a lot to celebrate. There's a lot of great work that we've done. Um, a lot of great brothers have come um, through the league. Um, a lot of friendships have been made. So definitely want to make sure that this season is special. Um, but first things first, um, we're planning to do an opening ceremony this year. Um, we we did that in season five. It was very short, but inshallah, um, the operations team is working to put together a ceremony so that we can kind of celebrate the stuff that's happened in this league and and make sure that um, uh, we celebrate those accomplishments. Um, I think we've mentioned already that uh, we're planning to do additional stuff for our players, including hats and maybe some additional swag and stuff like that. Um, and then kind of the cherry on top uh, that we've been planning for, we've been talking about, at least in the board, for the last few years was to do a big 10-year celebration dinner right at the end of the season. So um, we've tentatively got that penciled in for October the 15th, which I believe is a Sunday. Um, and so all the players that are currently playing in the league, you're your entry fee um, to that event will be covered as part of your registration fee. Um, but any former players or friends that want to come to that, they can buy their ticket. We'll announce that uh, later on and what the cost of that will be. So inshallah, we want to have as many current and former players attend that event. We're probably going to do some, um, some fun stuff um, and have some cool giveaways as part of that. So inshallah, I'm looking forward to that, but we got a lot of uh, work ahead of us until we get there. Uh, we got an exciting season planned as well. So if anybody has any suggestions or can volunteer their time and kind of help out, we're certainly looking to take that opportunity and kind of use your help. Very, very excited to what's in store in season 10. Definitely looking forward to that gala at the end of the year. Um, for me, Brotherhood, it's been uh, it's been not as big of a journey as many of the other people in the league. I've only been in the league. This is going to be my third, still a young third pup, year man. playing. You're still, still a young pup. Still a young pup, so I'm still. It, it feels really nice to be included in the in all of these. We're uh, glad to have you though, because you bring you bring the average age down of the league, and so that that was a goal of ours uh, the last couple of years as well, right? We're trying to recruit new young blood into the league, right? Like we're all getting a year older every single year, um, and we want to try to get some new guys that kind of bring in fresh blood into the league and kind of bring new ideas and also bring that youth and exuberance that will make us feel like, hey, we can hang with these young kids. Listen, there's only one Imad Ahmed, though, you know, so... Oh, there is, for uh, sure. <laughs> only one halal or nothing as well. One halal or nothing, that's it. Um, Zahid, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, the rule changes that we have this year for Brotherhood? Yeah, so we announced that a couple of days ago, and it uh, sounds like it made a bunch of WhatsApp groups explode. Uh, certainly one of them that I was in uh, was exploding about it. Um, it, it. It's a change. It's not that players haven't played with the one-in-one -one count before. Um, we've all played in tournaments. The BSL charity, charity tournament is a one-in-one -one count. Salam Cup, for those guys that played in Salam, Salam Cup, is a one-in-one -one count. Uh, SPN tournaments that 
a bunch of us have played in are all one in one counts. Um, SPN announced earlier this year that they are recommending that all leagues move to a one in one count. And so we had to think long and hard about that. And then when the operations team got together and we kind of looked at, hey, what are the changes that we need to make from a rules perspective? We looked at the numbers and some of the numbers are staggering. Imad, how many home runs do you think the league hit last year? 27. <laughs> no, Umair Jabbar hit 27 <laughs> almost himself. <laughs> we we had 438 home runs last year. Wow. In 76 games. That works out to 5.7 home runs a game. That means on average, each team is hitting three home runs a game. That's wild. It's crazy. Like, uh, you look back in the previous years, our number of totals were high. They weren't this high, right? And we had people breaking the home run record and, and all of that stuff. Uh, Listen, I don't know if it's uh, I don't know if it's against the Muslim spirit, but uh, we might uh, need to start drug testing some of our players. <laughs> Probably, we need to test the bats more than the players. You know, the bats are the guys are using. Some, the some technology is like, just getting better and better, man. What can I say? Hopefully, they make the technology worse for the ball, so they don't travel as far. Um. But yeah, and on top of that, um, we looked at the numbers. 54% of the games that we played, we played seven innings. So that means 46% of the games that we played didn't go to seven innings. That means we finished either five or six. I don't think there was any fours, but we played five or six innings. So on average, right, um, considering every team played 19 games last year, I believe, um, if 46% of those games you didn't complete seven innings, that means – you were cheated out of eight innings last year because mm-hmm. the game moved too slow. And so we kind of looked at that. Hey, the goal, the goal for us as a league is to try to play as many innings as possible. Unfortunately, there is a time limit because there's a certain amount of time that we can play till um, because the fields are broke for a certain amount of time. The umpires are only there for a certain amount of time. So we have to go with a, a time limit, but the more innings that we can play in those 90 minute time slots, the better it should be for everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we can get eight more innings per team without costing you anything else, it should be it should mean four to five at least at bats um over the course of a season for every single player. So that was the justification behind it. That was the reasoning behind it. Yes, it probably will take some adjustment in the beginning of the season, but I think there has to be some pulling back in terms of the amount of home runs and extra base hits that guys are hitting because it looks like it's getting a little too easy for guys. Yeah. It's looking like the MLB a couple, a couple of seasons ago when the balls were juiced. So um, I think this is a good step for the league for sure. This is, that's my personal take. Um, I think uh, pitchers are going to be definitely valued a little bit more. The ability to hit the plate. Uh, the fact that you start at a one, one count just gives the pitcher a little bit of an edge. So it makes it a little bit less of a batter friendly league. And I know that's not great news for a lot of the people that are, uh, our stat nerds. So um, that's my personal take. Uh, Z, what, what's your what's your personal take on it? Well, so there's, there's there's both ways of looking at it, right? And so I've played in a lot of different places that have been one in one count, like the tournaments that I mentioned, right? So yes, it can be an advantage to the pitcher if the pitcher can get ahead in the count. But if the pitcher mm-hmm. can get ahead in the count, that means the pitcher's throwing a meatball the next pitch, right? So it can work both ways, right? Um, it can work both ways, but yes, I agree with you. Generally, a one in one count should mean there are less home runs in the league. It should mean that it makes it slightly harder for guys to swing for the fences. I don't know if it necessarily means batting averages will come down, strikeouts will go up, 
right? Strikeouts will go up just because you have one less strike to um, to work with. But um, I don't know if that necessarily will mean that players' batting averages will come down. It would just mean that guys won't be taking those big swings more times during the season because if they get behind in the count, then they probably aren't trying to crush the ball over the fence. They're probably just trying to put the ball in play. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely, definitely, definitely think uh, some egos will be hurt with this uh, rule change for sure. But uh, <laughs> I think it's for the better for sure. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. Um, and it doesn't mean that we can never go back to the way it was before, but uh, we're going to give this a try this year, inshallah. And We'll see how that uh, that adjusts and Birchwood too, right? That's you need a new, you need an equalizer on Birchwood too because hundred percent. I would say probably sixty to seventy percent of our home runs at least come on Birchwood too. So um, we needed there has to be a way to kind of put pressure on the the hitters because even I can hit home runs at Birchwood too. So Imad, you yeah. got to hit one on Birchwood too this year. I hit one on Birchwood one, so that counts. Oh, does it? Okay. <laughs> hey man, I, I I think uh you know I've been hitting the gym a little bit. I'm feeling a little good, feeling a little healthy. Hopefully, hopefully you can keep some of that muscle mass in Ramadan, bro, because I know that's always a problem. Listen, man, when you're eating all the time and you're eating a lot of pre-meals, the muscle mass is there to stay. <laughs> inshallah, inshallah. I'm anticipating uh, you know, first round uh pick this year for myself. Oh you call yourself a first round pick. All right, let's see. Absolutely, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, obviously, I'm kidding. You know, I gotta humble myself, you know. <laughs> But no, inshallah, man. like I'm, I'm really great, looking forward to the season. For sure. to whatever team you're on, you'll be a great addition to whatever team you're on. So, oh, thank you. I'll definitely, uh, you know, get people dancing in the dugout for sure. I'll get people smiling and whatnot. Uh, if we have a cooler on our team, prepare prepare yourselves for for a nice cool ice bath. So, um, that's only if we win, you know. But uh, we'll see what happens. I'm very very excited for the season. Zahid, thank you so much for joining uh, the first episode of this season's Brotherhood Softball League podcast. Do you have any final words that you may want to say? No, a lot of brothers that I haven't seen in a long time. Um, the draft will be on April the 9th in the afternoon. We posted the times. It's going to be at ICCM Masjid in Milton, my my home masjid. Um, so hopefully a lot of the guys can make it out. It'd be great to see you in person and you guys can witness the draft and participate uh, once you get drafted. So inshallah, looking forward to that. And then the season starts um, on um, May the, hold on, I'll tell you here, May the 28th, um, but we've got exhibition games on the 14th. So that'll be the first time for us to kind of open up that softball bag and pull that bat out. But uh, I'm sure right after the draft, there'll be some captains. They'll be like, practice, practice, next week, practice. So let's we'll see how that goes. But inshallah, the weather turns by then so we can actually get outdoors and throw the ball because I certainly need to loosen up my arm. I've been throwing a ball in forever. Sounds great, Z. Please, please, please join us for the Brotherhood Softball League draft coming up next week. And we'll see you guys in the next edition of the podcast, inshallah. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Imad. Assalamu alaikum.